Peace, peace, everybody. This is your girl, Sequoia Blue. And tonight I wanted to discuss Lovecraft Country on HBO, baby. That is one of the best shows I've ever seen, hands down. Uh, Jordan Peele is one of the co-producers in J.J. Abrams. Um, Misha Green wrote it. Uh, she also wrote uh, the show Underground as well. I mean, she's an awesome thing on writer. You know, I'm definitely taking some some writing tips from her because I, I love to write my, uh, as well. So, but yeah, this is one of the, <laughs> I mean, if you like wizards, spirituality, space, and drama all in one, if you just out of the box mofo, you, you're going, you're going to be into this show. And I think that it's a lot of messages and, and, and symbols, symbols and stuff like that. So you really got to watch it. You really got to pay attention when you're watching the show because you might miss something that's important because everything twines together everything's gonna bind together at the end of each episode and you're like yo what just happened um and the show is also based on a book called uh lovecraft country by hp lovecraft um there's also another version by matt ruff as well Um, i'm actually going to get the book myself so i can check out uh the book because sometimes books can can really break down things and I know they changed I know they kind of deviated from the book a little bit so there's some things that are going to be different I'm sure but books can go more into detail for you so I'm definitely going to get the book and definitely review that later but (laughs) well I say I mean just from the first episode I mean I mean I'm probably gonna do a little bit of spoiler alert so spoiler spoiler so if you have not seen the show please do not listen to this um (laughs) but I'm not I'm not going in depth with over each episode but I just want to talk about this one episode because it's like I mean I just want to talk about it from just the beginning so the first show they get caught up in the middle of then going sundown town which means back in the day um meaning if they catch african-americans out after a certain time after when nighttime hit you in trouble when sundown hit you're in some trouble so they're out there you know they're like okay we're gonna drive through this we're gonna we're going we got somewhere to go we gotta find we gotta find what we try to find and basically i mean in the midst of on the being on the ground from racist cops you know, aliens come out of nowhere and save them. And I said, it's crazy that in the midst of an alien invasion or what you, you know, think is an alien, um, <laughs> you're scared. You're more scared of the thing on racist cops, you know? And I think that that was pretty deep. It, I think that Misha was trying to say something here, basically telling you that, dang, nothing's more, I mean, you're not as scared of the thing on alien or wizard as you are racism at this point, because racism is such a, deep deep rooted issue and and shoot not just america but all over the the world so it's just (laughs) that was just deep i mean mind-blowing and the way that they the way that they like did the whole storyline was just amazing the the characters everybody did a great job um and i think that it just makes one think about where we are in the world now and how things are are still the same. I mean, it's still the same as far as just trying to fight for, you know, being considered equal and, and being considered a person and, and our feelings and our, our lives matter. So it's, it's a really deep situation for, you know, African-Americans. And it also opens the eyes to other races to see, you know, what the horrors of are, what the horrors are 
in this world. <laughs> That's one of the biggest horrors, honestly. Uh, I don't know if an alien can scare me so much at this point. Because, you know, at this time, it's like so much, you know, so much racism, you know. And I just came from, like, I would consider a pretty racist. I would say racist culture. I'm not going to say the job name out of respect. But uh, I, I definitely felt that for the first time in my life. And I've never felt... I mean, I felt I've felt racism in the past as a little girl and stuff like that, but I've never felt it at a job before because I, I kind of grew up in Atlanta and then coming out to Cali and, you know, everything was just different. But that was the first role I had where I really felt black and I felt like whatever I did was under a microscope. Whatever I did was like a little microscope. And I was like, man, OK, well, <laughs> I guess I'll just sit back because you're not going to keep me here anyway because I was in a contract. I was like, you're not going to keep me here anyway, so what's the point? You know, you, you don't, you don't believe in me. You don't see me. You don't, it, it doesn't even matter. You put me here because you needed that diversity number. And I had a smiling face and that's what you did. You know, I mean, not saying that you didn't see my tech abilities or my abilities in that role, but, um, you definitely was trying to use me as a diversity, uh, number on your, on your scoreboard here. So you won't get in trouble, but, but that's the, so that's a little piece of my experience, experience with racism. So, I mean, the show then goes on to another, <laughs> another, I think the next episode that it rings, the just dinglings in my mind, she was probably every episode thing is every is in my freaking mind. But uh, I think the, the next one was the fact that, you know, Ruby, you know, one of the characters in, in Lovecraft was able to change into a white, white lady, you know, because of Christina, she gave her a, a potion and, you know, and she turned into, she was able to to see how feel how it felt to be a white woman and it was a crazy crazy mind thorp I think because Ruby was like dang you know this kind of she 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 at first she was like this feels good to be white I get to everybody's paying attention to me no one's judging me no one's saying I did anything wrong they're getting out the way I can walk wherever I want she's like yeah I can get used to this she was even able to get the job that she wanted at this fancy store but then after you know getting used to the manager and and getting to know him and stuff and she was like you know what and getting to know the women in the store that she was working with the white ladies in the store she was like you know what I don't want to be um white anymore I'll just be black but I still think deep down she likes it because I think she eventually changes into her again a few times but I think that like there was this this realization that it's like dang it, I'd rather just still be, I want to be me, you know, like I, I want to be black and not be in that world because it's still not, it's still not right. You know, still, she still knows what they're doing and thinking. So it's still tough for her to just be like, I want to stay this way, you know, stay white. She knows what her people are going through and she knows what, what's going on. So that was a crazy scene. <laughs> and then my other, my other favorite scene was when Hippolyta she ends up um, getting caught into another dimension because they go into the time machine in one scene and she gets uh, thrown into the portal. So she goes into another dimension <laughs> and she meets this this great goddess, I would say alien goddess with an immaculate afro. And <laughs> she tells her, you know, um, you know, you're not in prison or nothing like that. You're just, you're just here to figure out what you want. Basically telling her, that she could be anything she wanted, but she had to tap in, tap into her, her mind, her, her vortex. So basically, you know, Hippolyta figured out what this goddess wanted and ended up, you know, tapping into different dimensions to be what she always wanted to be because Hippolyta, 
she didn't know that she was holding herself down from freedoms because when you're, you know, she's even said being an African-American woman, you know, we're told not to, we, we, we're kind of told not to dream or, you know, um, I think she said they, they put a noose around my neck without hanging me. Like they hang, they hung me without putting a noose around my neck. And I thought that was deep as I don't know what, because, you know, if you don't live life to your fullest potential because of racism or any, just anything else, it, it, it's like that they they already hunger without putting a noose around her neck and I thought that was a deep deep line because it's a fact (laughs) she you know she she really went through that insecurity as a lot of black women go through where you just you seem to dumb down you seem to just sit low and like well I guess I'll just stay here but you don't have to stay there so when she started to say I am you know she said I am or she I am a dancer and all these things that she went through different dimensions as a different person that she wanted to to be or things she wanted to do and I think that um that's to me being a metaphysics um you know person I would say someone that's into the mind and and thinking and, and stuff like that and the way and all that, I believe that um, whatever you think about, if you, whatever you declare yourself to be, that's what you're going to be. So, you know, and, and that's what I'm practicing now. Like, I'm careful what I say. I'm not always perfect, but I, I definitely am careful what I say because you can literally create your reality. You know, I don't know if anybody's seen, used to watch the show Through the Wormhole by uh, Morgan Freeman, but I think there was one particular episode where he said, be careful what you say because the earth and everything is listening to you. Everything's alive and it's all listening to you and working with you. So I think in that one scene, it was like that was like confirmation, <laughs> you know, extra confirmation that it's true. It's it's real. This is very real. And I know it's just uh, Lovecraft is supposed to be this magical show, but it's truth. There are I believe there's different dimensions out there. I believe there's different things out there. And um, to me, this show highlights that and maybe can make people think the audience think that watches it can make them think and say you know what maybe things are different maybe I can be someone or maybe I can you know I mean and then it highlights the stuff that our ancestors went through as African-Americans so I think also it's almost this you know um I can say take a walk down memory road type thing where you're you're like wow you know we really went through that it's like that reminder that look what your ancestors went through too for you to be where you are, you know, getting burned alive in their homes in one, the last episode, you know, the family got burnt in their, you know, burned alive in their home. And, you know, and this was something that, um, I don't completely know the story, but this is something that actually happened in real life in Oklahoma, I believe. So, I mean, I, <laughs> this is one of the goddamn on best shows I've ever seen. I mean, and I think all the actors are doing good. Journey Smarlett, um, who else? It's uh, Abby Lee. I think she plays Christina, um, the young man that plays Atticus. I mean, all of them are just a brilliant. The, the casting was on point for this role, like for this movie, everything, this show, everything was just on point. Like I was so impressed <laughs> and I give it 20 stars. Like I, I'm looking forward to, I think we have two more shows left. I'm looking forward to it, but like, but, um, but yeah, it's just about paying attention to the show. I mean, I think the last two episodes is going to be more so on getting into the book of names, trying to figure out what what 
you know, what is going to happen as far as like um, with Christine, I think she's trying to, you know, become immortal. So is Atticus going to survive and, you know, what's going to happen with that? And hopefully Dee gets back to her normal self. And like, so it's just going to be a lot of just closing and figuring out what's going to happen to, you know, what's going to happen to everybody is, is, you know, and, and what is Christine's, um, real intentions with Ruby like what is going to happen with that does does she really care for Ruby or is she just using Ruby as a pawn so I'm really just looking forward to the last two episodes and I may do a review on the last two episodes once it's complete and just close out what my thoughts are are, um, was on Lovecraft because that was just one of the dang on (laughs) it's just a dang on good show and you know I know some people are saying I don't know what's going on in the show well you know Watch this, watch it again because basically what it's telling you. Watch some YouTube videos because you got a lot of good YouTube um, um, commentators breaking it down piece by piece, scene by scene. So you can also check them out. But one of my things is that basically this is a spiritual journey, y'all. It's a spiritual magical journey. So <laughs> that's what you need to know about the show. What is it about? Spiritual magical journey and tapping into your vortex that's what this show is mainly about and all and all and also racism and 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 um and what it has done to the african-american community and what it's still doing to african-american community so if that's what you that's what is the overall of it's overall about you know i mean it's the overall big picture that's what it's about but you know the little the little parts in the scenes and everything that's going on that's that's basically the main thing the book of names and and really surviving and understanding this magical journey you know amongst all of them it's it's that's what it's about and so that's my overall take on Lovecraft Country I would say please support it support it support it um you know let everybody know about it because I think it it also teaches you a few things because I didn't know about Sundown Town you know I didn't know about certain things I didn't know all the stuff that happened in Oklahoma um even though there was I think there was another show um based off Tulsa, Oklahoma, but with Regina King, but I'm not, I can't remember the name of it, but, but yeah, I mean, I didn't know all these things. <laughs> and also, you know, it made me want to look up some James Baldwin because during the, some of the episodes, they uh, had James Baldwin playing in the background. So that was amazing. So check it out. Um, you know, and if you, you really, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please share it with my podcast. Um, and uh let everybody know about it and um support support me subscribe to me uh just let me know and stay tuned because i'm going to be more consistent i'm going to have some more shows coming up and it's going to be a fun ride all right everybody stay peace and stay safe stay peaceful and safe and um and that's it i'm out